What's going on, Wolves? It's Lotus all over here with episode three of season three of Matcha Moments for the Creative Mind. And this is a safe haven for creatives to come and learn different techniques and tools that allow them to express their passion and purpose to the world. And my name is Lotus Aloba. I am a mystic practitioner based out of New York City in LA. And it's a busy day in New York City. You know, I was thinking about recording this later, but I really want to commit to the scheduling that I have for this podcast. So if you guys hear New York, you know, it's a nice little Monday morning happening in the background. Enjoy it, especially if you're here, especially if you're not. Uh, this episode is all about mental health awareness, matcha, and my holistic journey. So I'm really excited to share all this information with you in hopes that it really inspires you to continue to develop awareness around your mental health and to create a community that will support you uh, if you've been diagnosed or so that you can be supportive in a community to someone who has been diagnosed. Uh, but before we get into that, Let's talk about matcha because matcha is life. Uh, I recently did an event with Google last week and it was so funny because I didn't realize how much of a geek I was towards matcha until I literally broke down (laughs) so much information for um, the women that I was able to meet there. So they're all going to go to Chacha and try out some matcha and take pictures and send it to me because I have asked them to and they're like really excited. So just a little side note of me out here making matcha moves, doing my best to get people on the matcha train. Um, But I want to talk about matcha when it comes to mental wellness. So a big reason why I started drinking matcha tea was because I heard about all of these mental benefits that it had for like my brain, for like my mood. And I was looking for a way to um, stabilize my mood without having to take the medication that I was taking. And we'll get more into that later on this episode. But, um, I was able to take that leap of faith because of matcha. And, um, I wanted to break down one key ingredient in matcha because there are hundreds. (laughs) There are so many benefits to this drink. Um, but for me it was L-theanine. So L-theanine is an amino acid and it's a compound that occurs naturally in green tea. And, it was that game-changing factor for me of like, oh man, this is really going to allow me to like be able to stand on my own two feet um, and take a more holistic approach to my uh, to this diagnosis I was given. So I want to give you like three main like um, points about L-theanine. I'm sure there are more, but these are the three that really stood out to me and that really go with today's topic of like mental health awareness like it's so important to be aware of your mental health um because it literally affects how we see the world and how we attract the things that we want into our lives um if our mental wellness if our mental health is warped or it's unhealthy then we aren't able to see all the goodness that life has to offer us um, and when it's healthy and when it's good, we are literally winning every day. Even when we don't get exactly what it is that we desire, we're still able to see that silver lining and we're still able to like smile and enjoy life. And that's truly what I want for any wolf that listens to this podcast, for any creators out there, is for you to still enjoy life, even if it's not what you designed, even if it's not what you had in your mind, you know? So elthanine is responsible for the improvement of memory, And let me tell you something, one of the most frustrating things that happened to me when I was diagnosed um, was I kept forgetting things. I had like a crazy mental fog. I could not remember why I was in a room. I could not remember why something was in my hand. I couldn't remember what I was trying to eat. It was, and that in itself was very frustrating because I was diagnosed when I was like 
really young, like 20-something, early 20s. So imagine being that age and then feeling like you have dementia because you cannot remember the simplest of things. So when I found out that green tea had elfinine in it, it really was like, maybe this is a way for me to improve my memory because that was that was really hurting me um, on an emotional level, mental level, and a physical level. Just being in spaces and not knowing why you're there. It's it's a different type of sensation. So elthanine also induces a calm state by increasing the feel-good hormone dopamine, and that powers up our alpha brain waves. So our alpha brain waves are like where all that creativity comes from. I believe that that's where we are when we're in flow. We're triggering those alpha brain waves to come out and to do their thing. And drinking green tea matcha, just having a cup of it a day, allows you to do that. It allows you to increase dopamine, which is up there with serotonin and those feel-good hormones that makes your body feel fantastic, but also in a very calm and focused state, which means that as a creative or an entrepreneur, you're then able to really like zone in and get your work done. Whereas in like the traditional way that we receive caffeine through coffee is like this big burst of energy and then you crash. This is literally keeping you consistent throughout the day so you can get more work done efficiently without it causing trauma and havoc for your body. And then the last part is it improves cognitive performance. So again, that taps into that alpha brain waves of where you can utilize the elthanine in green tea matcha to to up and increase your creativity to allow you to tap into like the divine collection of creativity and really explore yourself in that way. All from drinking eight ounces of a tea in the morning. And you can have it iced or hot. It's totally up to you. So I feel like matcha was that was that turning point for me because after having it every day for maybe like even like a week or so, I was seeing improvements on me remembering things, on me being able to like follow through on an idea, on me not snapping or freaking out um, over things that I normally would. And as I continue to um, utilize matcha, I was able to decrease my medicine intake to the point where I no longer needed it. And then I was able to use matcha, but not in a way where it's like if I don't have matcha, all of a sudden all these mood swings and things come back um, because that's not the case. I can do like weeks at a time without matcha and it's not just like crazy, like, oh my God, I need it in my life type of feeling. Um, And that was very important to me too because I wasn't trying to replace my medicine with more medicine. You know, I was just really trying to heal holistically. And I knew at that time in my life, I really needed that. So matcha came through in the clutch for me. And it's why I created Matcha Mornings um, on Facebook Live. And then it turned into this podcast because I saw how healing it was for me. And then when I put my friends onto it, how healing it was for them, how much more productive they became, um, how much more happier they were. Uh, how much more healthier they became, um, more awareness for their body and what they were putting into it. Because I do believe that um, the matcha does change your taste buds and like what you want to put into your body. Um, And it just makes you want to just be better and do better for yourself and for the temple that you have. So yes, 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 yes. Shout out matcha. If you have not gotten matcha yet and you're in the New York City area, because I'm still in New York for a little bit, 
DM me, hit me up, slide through. We will have a matcha day. I will take you to one of my favorite matcha places. We'll have some matcha tea, talk in person. We can go over some episodes, whatever it is that you want to do. I'm so down for matcha dates. They are so much fun. They will be recorded and I will eventually release them as a series um, once we just get that whole platform together. But uh, yeah, come through. I love to talk matcha. Y'all don't understand. I didn't fully understand until last week. But yeah, so matcha and mental health, they go hand in hand. Um, I think that it's a crucial part of my mental health awareness and my my holistic journey. And I don't necessarily know where I would be without it. So I'm super grateful for matcha. Um, I'm a living, walking testimony. So if you have any more questions about what it does and its benefits for your mental health, being that it is still May, it's still Mental Health Awareness Month, let a sister know, slide them DMs, leave a comment, and leave a voice message. And um, I will definitely respond because I love this so much. So this episode, we will explore what I do holistically for my mental well-being. And next week, we'll actually dive into what I do more for my body work, you know. So it's kind of like a two-part situation. But I really want to start with the mental um, awareness because it was just what made more sense. So then by the time we talk about, like, how I've become plant-based and things like that, it makes complete sense for you as the listener. So... I was diagnosed with bipolar 2 disorder, acute depression, and severe social anxiety, um, I want to say, like, four years ago. Um, I was diagnosed, but I was probably having those symptoms since I was a teenager, especially the depression and the anxiety. Um, I remember just having really bad anxiety attacks in high school and being rushed to the ambulance only for them to tell me it was a panic attack. Um, So it was a lot to deal with. I think once I received the diagnosis, there was a form of relief of like, okay, so this is what's happening with me. Um, So I definitely encourage you if you're feeling a little off, if you're not feeling like yourself, or if your loved ones are telling you like, hey, you know, you just kind of seem like you're not who you normally are. I encourage you to go to um, get diagnosed and see what happens. You'll find out either that you just might be really stressed out or that there is something going on. And I feel like it's always better to know than not to know. When I found out, it was a sigh of relief. I can't explain to you because I literally thought that I was just losing my mind and there was something wrong with just me and me alone. And then once I understood these diagnoses and I was able to look into these communities and I found all these other people who were giving the same experience that I was having, it made me not feel alone and it just made me feel like, okay, cool. You you can get past this and you are not alone. You're not this crazy one-off situation. You are just human and you're having a human experience and it's totally okay. Mental health can affect you in every aspect of your life, um, from your relationships to your relationship with work, with um, if you're a student. Like it really can, if you do not have the awareness of what's going on with your mental health, it will show up in different ways and cause you to question yourself and create a lot of self-doubt um, and self-sabotage. And that's my personal belief. But from what I've seen from myself and my clients, it's when we're not checking in on our mental health that it kind of runs rampant. And then all of a sudden we're like having these weird perspectives on lives. We're not trusting our loved ones. We're not trusting ourselves and our intuition. You know, we're not able to show up for work um, in any capacity, you know, even if it's our own company that we're running it's just so hard for us to show up and be present there because we're like "Mm -mm, I don't have it in me I don't want to do this so again it can affect you every aspect of your life 
mentally, spiritually, emotionally, financially, um, physically, you it's so important to have that awareness. I just cannot stress it enough. Please go and get diagnosed. Please um, just check in on yourself and see if you feel different. I know some people have seasonal depression where that means like during the colder months because it's so cold and the days are shorter and it's less sunlight, less vitamin D exposure. We are triggering, you know, those low vibrating energies like sadness and depression and anxiety. And we just kind of want to stay bundled up in hibernation mode the entire time. And um, there's a dual context to that that we'll speak about at a later time. But if you find that it's coming from that way, from that perspective, by all means, it could be something as simple as you going to get checked in, checked out, and they're like, oh, you need more levels of vitamin D or vitamin B12 because those are also helpful for mood stabilizing and just making sure that you're not just going off the deep end of depression. Um, Or it could just be like, okay, no, this is actually something a little bit more serious and we need to have a different conversation about it. Maybe you might need like group therapy or one-on-one sessions or you might actually do need medication. So like I again encourage you that it's a safe space for you to go to and learn more about yourself. You are always in power when you learn more about yourself. Even if it's things that you did not want to know about yourself, knowing is always more powerful than not knowing. So for a lot of people, I think anxiety and depression are the most common ways um, that mental health can be can show up in your life. Uh, but there are various different ways. Like people have OCD, people have bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, um, PTSD, that's post-traumatic stress disorder, um, which I was recently experiencing from my car accident. So it's like it can show up in many different forms and ways. Um, but I feel like if you are feeling off for a few more days than normal, um, you know, go get checked. Go get checked. If your normal routine, your normal self-care is not helping you to feel better, you just never know. And I feel like there's just been this influx of like mental health, like mental health diagnoses and things like that. And people are like, oh, everyone has something. In all honesty, we probably do. We've all experienced some real serious trauma in our lives. Um, we have no idea why we have what we have. Um, but I think it's important to not stigmatize it, especially in the black community. You guys know that I openly share my mental health journey with you all because I did not want to be hiding behind it. I didn't, that was the advice I was given from all of, you know, the people that were really, really closest to me were like, don't tell anybody about it. And it just did not feel like I was going to be able to live my life if I chose that path. And I wanted people to know, like, if you see me and you guys see, like, yes, I model, yes. Physically, I look put together, but there are sometimes where I'm literally falling apart. And you'll find that throughout my Instagram. You'll find different posts where I am just like, um, just telling you the truth. I look amazing in the picture. And then you read the description. I'm just kind of like, today I feel like shit. And I do that because I really want to break down that stigma that, yes, it doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter um, your ethnicity. It doesn't matter anything like that. All that matters is that you have a brain and sometimes it's not healthy. Shout out New York City and the police cars that I don't know what they're doing. But either way, you know, that's why I do it. It's like I have a brain and sometimes it doesn't function the way that it needs to. Sometimes it's it it malfunctions, it dysfunctions, however you want to call it. And I am doing my best to create an open, safe space for people to admit that if they have to 
or for those who have loved ones in their lives and they're trying to figure out like, well, how do I show up for this person that I love so much, but they're going through something that I have not experienced, giving you guys a platform where you guys can ask those questions uh, to me or to trained professionals that I can get you guys in contact with. You know what I mean? It's super important that we just continue to break that stigma and be more welcoming to the fact that if you do have a diagnosis, it's okay. It's It's okay. There's nothing wrong with you. Even though someone just told you something's wrong with you, you're not, you're one of many. You're not alone in this fight or in this journey. And I believe that stress is the number one trigger to it. Um, I know for me, the trigger was losing my grandfather and my grandmother, then my aunt and my uncle. I think every year for like five years straight, I lost someone that like I really loved. And it was like back-to-back hits of like by the time I almost became comfortable with the fact that I lost the first person, the second person passed away. And that was just super triggering along the stresses of school um, and college. I definitely was definitely was in a bullying situation now that I think about it uh, when it comes to the position that I was in um, as student government president and just having a lot of people just not like me for me being me and, and figuring out and navigating that. Um, those, that stress and the trauma of losing people that I love together, I felt like for myself was that, that turning point. So by the time I became diagnosed when I was like 20 through 24, it made complete sense. Cause from like the age of 19, I had been losing people back to back. I had been like literally every day getting up and fighting to protect myself, to protect my values, to protect the people that I was serving. It was, it was a lot happening. So I do believe that stress and trauma can trigger uh, symptoms or make symptoms more apparent. Because when I really reflect, I've been experiencing these symptoms since I was 14, you know, and just no one thought that it could be possible for me to have these diagnoses so young. But again, as we are evolving, as we are evolving as a community, we are learning that that's not the case, that you can honestly go through these things at any point in time in your life childhood, um, early teenagehood, young adulthood, even in your elderly age, you can still experience um, mental health issues, you know, where you're just feeling a little off balance, where you're feeling out of harmony, out of alignment. So if you've gone through something traumatic, it's quite possible that that could have triggered something. And it doesn't mean that's going to last forever either. It just means that, okay, it's here now. So let's handle it. Let's approach it. Let's take care of it, you know? So this is what I want you to do about it. If you have a diagnosis or someone you love is a di- has a diagnosis, one, know, again, that you're not alone. You are not the only person in this world with diagnoses. There are hundreds of thousands of people who are going through the same thing. And I definitely want you guys to look and find communities that will help support you. There was a community called High Huddle. Um... But I think it's dissolved since then. But there are tons of Facebook groups. There are tons of in-person groups that you can go to of people who are trained professionals and people who have lived with loved ones or have lived with the the diagnosis themselves who will be there for you and show you support in a safe space, digitally or in person. So please go and do that. Two, you don't have to claim it over your life. You don't have to say, oh, I'm bipolar. But you also should not ignore it. So I do say that I've been diagnosed with it. I don't necessarily claim it over my life as saying, I am bipolar and I, have dep- and I am depressed and, you know, I'm anxious. Because I also understand the power of words. And when I say those things, I'm literally speaking death over myself. And because of that understanding, I will not claim it over my life. But I will acknowledge as it, 
at its presence in my life. So yeah, there are times where I am where I am feeling depressed, right? Or there are times where I am feeling anxious, but it's really the feeling that I'm experiencing, not in the sense that I myself am anxiety, I myself am depressed, I myself am bipolar. Do you know what I mean? Three, medicine can come in different shapes and forms, and that could be, you know, where you're actually having to take pills and medication that way, and that's completely normal and okay to do. It could also come in different forms. Like for me, medicine had actually happened to be matcha and meditation and movement of my body. So it depends on where you're at and the level of severity of your diagnoses. But if you need medication, don't feel ashamed to do that. In the beginning of my journey um, with healing, I had to take medication. It just was what it was. I needed to because I didn't know how to function um, with all this new energy that I was feeling, all these new emotions and things like that. And I needed something to help stabilize me because I was becoming harmful to my loved ones and to myself. Um, As I learned more techniques and tools on how to properly, you know, care for myself during those moments of like extreme emotion, I was then able to slowly wean myself off of the medication until I no longer needed it because I had replaced it with something healthier for me. So again, either way, if it's medication or if it's meditation, either way, it's medicine for the body, mind, and soul. Allow it to show up in your life and and do what you need to do so that you can be your best self. This is not something that's going to take over your life. Having depression, having anxiety, having bipolar disorder, having PTSD, having OCD does not have to control your life. It does not be the center of everything that you do. It just doesn't have to be that way unless you choose for it to be that way. And again, that might be the path that you need to do and you need to choose that and that's totally fine and and completely okay. But if you don't want that to be the center of your life, understand, let this be that sign from the universe that doesn't have to be. That just because you're suffering through it doesn't mean that that's gonna be your entire life. There's just way too much information, way too many resources out there for this to just claim you completely. I can assure you of that. So, so I get really fierce about it because, oh my goodness, I can't explain to you the, the sensations that it feels like. I know what it feels like to feel like you are damaged, to feel like you are unlovable, to feel like you'll never be whole again, to feel like you are a burden to your friends and family, to feel like you can't accomplish anything in your life. And it's because there is a dysfunction happening in your mind. All it means that if it's dysfunctional, that means at one point in time it was functional and that you can get back to that functionality. That is all that it means. It doesn't mean that you are broken for forever. So with that being said, I want to give you guys a CPR method. Um, These are three shifts that you can take that will allow you to just elevate into a higher vibration so that you can really shift your perspective to a positive one in your life. So C is for create awareness. And I want you guys to create awareness through documentation. And that can be through journaling. That can be through voice recording. For me, it was through Instagram. Uh, You guys can definitely look and see. (laughs) Y'all can scroll and scroll. And you will see that there was a point in time where I was just really angry. There was a point in time where I was just really sad. And I've chosen to keep those public because they are a reminder for me. They also um, are time stamped and dated. So I can also remember like what was happening around that time frame. Um, which is really helpful for me. So what I also realized too, 
is through documentation, I was able to understand that early May, May 8th is when my grandfather passed away. And that was like the first real death that I had experienced with someone I loved so much. And um, every year around that time, starting around like May 5th, because that's when I got the call, um, just around that time, I am just in shambles. It just is what it is. It's more of a body trauma. My body remembers the, it was that deeply set that every year I go through that. But thanks to documentation, I'm now aware of it. And now my boyfriend is also aware of it too. So even around that time frame, like this year, he kind of was like, hey, babe, I just want you to know it's like around that time. And it made complete sense because I literally felt awful and I could not understand why I was feeling that way. And I had thought that I had relapsed um, in my mental health journey, but it was just, it was just life and it was just trauma showing up. So documentation allows you to be prepared for those moments. So now I know at the end of April, early May, I need to really love myself. I need to really like indulge in my self care because I'm going to need to feel that extra love and comfort around that time. So however you choose to document, I, it's going to allow you to create awareness so that you can start to see patterns, so you can start to see when you are the happiest, um, when you are feeling sad. Food journaling is really helpful with that as well. When I food journal, I was able to witness to see what types of food and drinks I was having that was causing me to feel angry or depressed, and then I was able to properly move them, you know? So that's super important. Two, praise practice praise excuse me even with a diagnosis there is still room for gratitude and joy and that's through practice do your best to show up and find the silver linings in your life you have to practice it even when your day is shitty even when everything sucks okay there were times i just didn't get out of bed but i was still able to say at least one thing at least one thing that i was grateful for even if it was just like i'm just grateful that i'm able to breathe on my own i'm grateful that i woke up I'm grateful for my bed. I'm grateful that the the sun is out. Even though I don't want to be outside and I hate everybody. Like, literally, just find that one thing and practice it. And then on the days that you feel good, double up on it. Try to shout out 10 things. Write down 10 things that you're grateful for. Practice gratitude. Keep saying thank you. Inviting that gratitude energy into your life. Acknowledging the moments where you feel happiest and just being grateful for that sensation because that reminds you too that yes, you may have been depressed or anxious at this one moment in time, but here you are now flourishing. That all comes through practicing praise. I can't explain to you how this word practice has showed up in my life and has changed my perspective immensely. You have to practice. You have to strengthen the muscle. The muscle doesn't just come out strong. You have to do it every day. You have to practice. So I encourage you to practice praise. Just one thing a day does so much for you in creating proper mental health awareness and and self-care, okay? The last thing that I want you to do is recover to resonate. And that is move your body. I've said this plenty of times. I'll probably continuously say this throughout my entire life. But emotions are energy in motion. And a lot of times when we are experiencing depression, anxiety, or something in our head, right, that there's a dysfunction on an energetic spiritual level, it's because all of the energy is in our heads. Now, if you look at your body in the mirror, you'll notice that your head is not even like 10% of your body, 
right? So the thing that you need to do is move that energy from your head into your body. Let it come into the neck, into the shoulders, into the arms, into the the midsection, into your legs, down to your feet. Let it flow through the entire body. And you can do that through stretching, through walking, through dancing, through working out, through yoga, whatever it is, you just have to get your body to move. Because when you do that, you start to create recovery, recovery from the energy in motion. So that way the energy can do what it needs to do. It needs to be in motion, it needs to move through the body, it needs to move through the vessel, it'll do so. And then when it's done, energetically speaking, what needs to stay stays and what needs to go will be able to go because it has the room to do that. So again, moving your body every day. I don't care what it is that you do. There are some times where I just stretch in my bed because I don't want to get out of my bed. There are some times where I just have enough energy to roll to the floor and I do a little bit of floor work, you know, a little bit of stretching here and there. Sometimes just me walking to the corner store, especially if I'm having a really bad lupus flare. Like whatever the case is, though, I understand that if I do not move my body, I'm going to cause myself a lot of unnecessary pain and struggle in my life. So that's the CPR for creating mental health awareness. Create awareness through documentation practice praise that means find those gratitude that silver lining no matter what you're experiencing and recover to resonate by moving your body move this vessel of yours oh my goodness movement can spark serotonin and dopamine and allow you to start to feel better because those natural hormones do want to show up for you but they can if you don't invite them in through movement okay so this week's matcha mantra is i am mentally sound safe and secure I am mentally sound, safe, and secure. And let's take a deep inhale on that and exhale. In those moments where you don't feel safe, in those moments where you feel like you're out of your mind, in those moments where you just feel like, what am I doing? I want you to repeat that mantra. I am mentally sound, safe, and secure. You are safe within your mind. You are secure within your mind. You are sound. You are in harmony. You are divine. You're just experiencing an experience that happens as we live this humane life, okay? That is for you, wolves. I want you to take that with you and let it resonate with you. Uh, Let me know if you've been diagnosed or if you have a loved one who has. Um, and what that experience has been like for you. I would love to just hold space for you uh, in in that awareness and this episode will always be there for you to kind of tap back into i also have another mental health awareness episode um on the understanding of the infinity symbol which is really awesome if you're experiencing a lot of highs and lows in life uh, a lot of self-doubt or self-sabotage that's a great episode to check out um, and you just got to scroll through the episodes. Make sure that you're subscribed, you share this, you comment, you rate. You know Loba Land is the number one wellness podcast out here in these spiritual streets. And we want to continue just to share this safe space with all the lost wolves and bring them home to Loba Land. I absolutely adore you. I am setting the intention for myself and for my wolves that this week is going to be exactly what we need it to be, that we are going to experience magic and joy and happiness and fullness of life, that we are going to show up and be our best selves, and that that may vary from day to day, but either way, we're still the best, okay? I absolutely adore you, and I will talk to you next week. Bye, wolves.